Let's talk about it. Because we're going to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Because we're going to talk about it. Let's Talk About It is a podcast designed to bring answers to a lot of life questions from a biblical perspective. But it's not all serious here. You see, here we laugh, we cry, and we share our stories of struggles and triumphs. So join us on this journey as we navigate throughout our life to help you with yours. So now, stop waiting around. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about it. What's going on, everybody? It is Let's Talk About It with the fam. We are back again. And as you can see, Hershey is not in the seat. So who we have it today, like I told you in episode one, Hershey's going to be taking a little break. Every now and again, we're going to have special guests. So this special guest we have today is my very own mama. Don't we look alike? So <laughs> so part one is going to be my mom. And then part two, I got another surprise for you. Um, so mom. Yes. I want you to give your name and what you do. Hello, everyone. My name is Tia Thompson. I am the EMS training officer for the Gary Fire Department. Okay. So, in layman's terms, what does that mean? I train train the medics. I train the EMT firefighters. And I train the first responders that are employed on the Gary Fire Department. Okay. So, we do continuous training. Okay. So... Um, I know, but you were a paramedic at first, right? EMT at first. EMT, okay. Yeah, EMT at first, right? Yes. Okay, so uh, being an EMT, because the episode we're talking about today is rebuilding the black community. We're talking about rebuilding the black man. Yes. Um, You had the great pleasure of raising two, uh, two black males as a single mother. What was that like for you? It was difficult. It was difficult um, in a couple of reasons why, because... You all are two black males. Mm. I was a single mom working two jobs trying to raise you all. And the reason I worked two jobs because I wanted you all to have a lot of things. Right. Um, so I worked, Jeez, I worked, I worked a lot. Man. Sorry. I worked a lot. <laughs> and um, because I wanted you all to have nice things. Yeah. With which you all did. But on the flip side of that, me working a lot, I wasn't there all the time for you all. I wasn't there in the home all the time. Mm-hmm. I was most of the time at work, so you stayed at the babysitters. Your brother stayed with his father and mm-hmm. his grandmother. So I wasn't there all the time, but I I tried to make your you all's life as easy yeah. as I could. Yeah. Okay. So being out on that on that street because I know um, Sam, because Sam will always tell me like he your mama's been out there on that meat wagon. Yes, that's what people call it, a meat wagon. Yeah, she's been out there in a meat wagon, so she's seen, you know, what happens. Seen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So what was that like for you, especially like in the 90s? It was difficult because of the things that I saw. Um, I knew how bad it was out here in Mm -hmm. the streets, and I knew how bad it was to being a black male out here in the streets. I've seen shooting, stabbings, car accident, motorcycle accident, people with their heads cut off. I've seen all of that, and I worry about you all all the time. That's why I know you all thought I was being hard on you, but I wasn't being hard on you, you know. Look, ain't nothing out there in the streets, nothing at all. So that's why I wanted you all to go to school, be productive in society, and be a positive... um, a positive 
the word. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, just be responsible. Okay. Productive citizen. A productive citizen. Okay. Um, so I know it was hard for you, but I think for me growing up, it was yeah. like, like you said, you were hard on us. Yeah. Um, and for me, it was like, man, I'm just, I don't do nothing. You know? Yeah. I don't, I, I, I barely stay in the street wide. I stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, now school wise and everything else, I was it. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't get yeah. in trouble in the streets. You, you know? didn't. Um, no, you did not. That much I, I tried to avoid. I tried to avoid that as much as I could. Yeah, and you did good. You did good. Both of you all, your brother did. He did good also. You know, he did a little, <laughs> you know, he get by 16, 17, can't tell him nothing, you know. He want to stay out in the streets all night. So, you know, I don't have no problem whooping my children. <laughs> Because they got whooped. Yes. yes, they did. Yes. And they still get whooped, even though they're grown. I don't agree with it. Uh, yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so seeing now that we, me and Alan, have children. Right? Yes. And we're trying to raise these children to the best of our ability. You know, um, Alan has the, he got the love of the draw, if you ask me. He got a boy and a girl. He did. You know, I, I got he does, right? yeah, I got two girls. Yes. So if you know, when you look at us as parents, do you see any like mistakes that we're making that you would like to say you change that now? None at all. None at all. Um, you all do excellent as parents. Um, always remember though, spare the rod, spoil the child. child. Yeah. So. When they do wrong, mm-hmm. you have to let them know that that is wrong. Yeah. And they can't do that. You can't let these kids, and I think that's what's wrong with society today with these kids, is that they have no discipline. Yeah. And you have to discipline these children because they will run over you. Mm-hmm. They will run over anybody that is an adult that tries to talk to them. Yeah. They are... Okay, I don't want to say this generation, but this generation, these people, (laughs) I don't know where they come from, and I don't know. They have no respect of person. They have no respect for their elders. They have no respect for an adult, and they have no respect of persons, period. We wasn't raised that way. No. You all wasn't raised that way. So this generation. Yeah. I mean, but it's it's a systemic breakdown, you know, which is why. It is. Me and her, she have decided to do this, you know, rebuilding the black community mm-hmm. because, you know, we have really forsaken the term village, you know, because, you know, back when you were growing up, mm-hmm. you know, and grandma would go to work or things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you had neighbors and stuff. That oh, was, yeah. Yeah. On you. Yeah. It, the street lights come on. <laughs> it's time to go in the house. Right. If you're not in the house. You on this porch porch right here. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> you on the porch. Or um, we had this neighbor that stayed two houses down from us. When he would call his son, which he would whistle. I'm not going to try because I can't whistle. (laughs) But he would whistle. And we would be like three blocks over. And we hear the whistle. That means everybody on that block. Time Mm -hmm. for you to be on that block. And that's what he did. So, I mean, like it really is the village has really left the community. Yes. Where parents don't want, you know, other people kind of steering their children in the right direction right where back then it was i know that you have my children's best interest at heart yes and if you see a problem you'll come let me know right when exactly. parents nowadays don't want that to happen they don't do that yeah they want you to mind your own business yes yeah. which is and not good that's why the kids out here are doing whatever they want to do going where they want to go 
and you have a lot of kids out here that are they are destined for jail. Yeah. And it's, it's honest, ridiculous. It. It's totally ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the problem that I see now. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I really do because I want to see us as a people grow. Yeah. And go. Mm-hmm. But it's like, where has the problem come in at? Where has the issue come in at? When did it, when did it break for us? I don't know when it broke, but I think some of the problems is that we took discipline out of the schools. Because mm-hmm. I got paddlings. I did too. In school. Mm-hmm. They didn't call your parents. <laughs> <laughs> they land you up out mm-hmm. in, the, in the hallway and you got a paddling. Yeah. And you knew not to do that anymore. That's right. Now kids are doing what they want to do. They go to school when they feel like it. They do this. They do that. And nothing happens. Out. Yeah. Cuss the teacher I, I out. Fighting in classroom. This stuff that I see now, I have never, ever seen anything like this before in my entire life. Mm-hmm. The way these kids disrespect their teachers. Yeah. It's, it's. Mm. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, a lack. But a lot of it, I believe, comes from media. Yes. You know. The music industry now, like the they don't have any role models to look at. They don't have people to look up to. You know, they talk all. I'm talking about the same thing: slapping somebody, shooting yeah, somebody, shooting somebody, you know, smoking weed, you know, and, yeah. having all these different kind of women. And you know, the girls yeah. ain't got nobody better. They got women who stripped and yeah, you know, still shaking their tails out there. You yeah, know, and they don't have they don't we don't have the role models like you know like we should in the media. Mm-hmm. You know, because be honest, ain't nobody looking at Oprah. Nobody in my generation looked at Oprah, you know. Okay. <laughs> you know, which I mean, and it's a sad thing because we deem my generation deemed success as just having a lot of money, you know, and making it. No, you don't you have can. to have a lot of money to be successful. Um, you can be successful in your heart. You can be mm-hmm. successful in your mind. You can be successful in your spirit. It's a lot of lot of things to success. It's not about the money, right? So. Um, like we talked about being on that, you, you being on that, on that ambulance and seeing what mm-hmm. you saw, were there any fears that you had for us, you know, like us going out and even just, it could have been going down the street. Yeah. Were you ever fearful for us? Yes. Um, later on in the years, it really got bad out here in the streets mm-hmm. and I was fearful for you all to just step foot outside the house. Every time you all would leave the house, I prayed and prayed and prayed that God covers you mm-hmm. and gets you from point A to point B safely. Um, I also, the spirit of suicide is heavy mm-hmm. in this world and um, the peer pressure from school, yeah. the peer pressure from me, mm-hmm. the, well not peer pressure, but the pressure mm-hmm. that I put on you all to graduate school go to school stay out of trouble do what you're supposed to do i was also thinking you know i didn't want you to have that breakdown that you know this was too much for you Mm -hmm. like the world was too much for you because suicide is going rampant out there in the world and i worried about that too i worried i I didn't want you all to you know take your own life because you thought the world was too hard Mm So yeah, I, I worried. I worried. Uh, you know, I, I've seen a lot of suicide in mm-hmm. my um, in my profession. I've seen you know grown grown people, men, women, 
children, you know, young children mm -hmm. that's getting bullied and, you know, yeah. they end up taking their own life because yeah. they don't want to go to school. And th these kids are putting so much stuff in them, telling them they ugly and, you know, things yeah. like that. And then they end up killing themselves and they call 911. We have to go to the house. And the hardest thing on that job is for me to tell a parent that your child is dead mm -hmm. and there's nothing that we can do. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's diff it's a difficult job. That job is, um, it's not for everybody. Right. You have to be a special person to be able to take care of people and also be sympathetic at the same time to the feelings of these family members that, you know, you have to tell them your mm -hmm. loved one is deceased and there's nothing that we can do, yeah. you know. So you it's, it's a difficult job. It's yeah. very difficult. It's very stressful. Um but I've been there 29 years, 29 years. and 11 and months. months. <laughs> I will have 30 years on June the 13th. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, so I got one more question, right? Yes. And that question is, who's your favorite? Me or Allie? Well, so you're my favorite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I can't tell him that. Don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you meet Allen. I tell Alan, you're my favorite, but don't, don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> They're both my favorites. Yeah. I love them to death, um, both of them. So, um, okay, maybe I told him a story. This not your, that wasn't your last, last question, question. okay. No. Um, <laughs> me and Alan, we're eight years apart. Yes. You know, so we grew up in kind of like different times. Time, yes. Um, what was it like for you to raise him? going into the mid 80s late 80s early 90s well it was difficult for the reason being i had him when i was 16. okay so that was hard all in itself yeah going to high school trying to finish high school and then having a baby that i had to take care mm -hmm. of thank god for my mama and my daddy <laughs> because they was there mm -hmm. for me and they helped me and um but i got through it yeah. and, and so it, it's like I try to tell people you can do, you know, I, I go out to schools on, um, for, um, career day. Mm -hmm. I go to junior high schools. I go to high schools and I talk to the children. It's, 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 it's amazing that they didn't know that it was female firefighters out there. So there they, is they female know. that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when I come in with my fire gear and I come in with my paramedic stuff, and they'd be like, oh, so you, you a lady firefighter. <laughs> yeah, I am. So, but I, I say that and I give them that example because you can do anything that you want to do in this world. Mm -hmm. You just got to put your mind to yeah. it and you got to stick to it and you got to focus. Stay on that straight, narrow, narrow, even though you might veer this way, you mm -hmm. might veer this way, but just make sure you come back and get back on that road. What was your question again? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, so raising Alan, yeah. Alan was a little hard because, like I said, I was in high school when I had him. And so my years, uh, you know, what you all did in your 20s, mm -hmm. I couldn't do that because I had a baby. Right. So I couldn't do that. But um, it, it was hard because you, you out there and you don't, I don't know how to raise a baby yeah. at 16. Yeah. I don't know how to raise a baby at 17. Mm -hmm. But... I got through it. Yeah. I got through it. It was a hard road, but I got through it. So with that being said, with, with DeAndre, eight years later, 
I still wasn't the smartest mama in the world, but I I was a little better yeah. at it. You yeah. know, I was a little better <laughs> at it, and I was still out there working, mm-hmm. and I'm still working. I'm still gonna continue to work, but um, although we tell her to rest, man, I, I do. I rest when I get off of work. I rest now, and then I get up and I go back to work again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm proud of y'all. I really am. Y'all have made me so proud. I'm telling you, it's because a lot of people don't make it to their twenties. Right. A lot of people, and it's, it's not just males; it's females mm-hmm. also. But they don't make it to their twenties. They yeah. don't make it to their thirties. They don't make it to their forties. Right. And you all, you know how you know? I'm, I'm thirty. He's thirty-eight. Thirty and thirty-eight. Yeah. I have thirty and thirty-eight-year-old <laughs> grown black men that came out. Of the city of Gary, Indiana. Yes. So and they are awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys get a chance to meet Alan. Um, hopefully, he don't mind talking. I don't, think, mind. I don't think he'll mind. Um, but he has. He's raising the next generation. Yes. Of black males. Yes. You know, with with my nephew, mm-hmm. your grandson. Yes. So I want to get his perspective on what he sees raising him. In this next era, okay, you know, um, so that was mom. It was great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, we had a blast. Um, and again, this is what we're going to be playing tonight. Hopefully, what are we playing? This. You know what it's the family edition. What is it though? So it's questions that you ask. So like this one: Who in our family surprised you the most this year, and why? Oh. So yeah. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, we're playing this hopefully tonight. Okay. Um, Alan wants to play Uno, but I'm not doing it. And we also have dominoes. Yeah, I play dominoes, but I'm not playing yeah. Uno. Oh, these are like the double twelves. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. Um, but playing Uno with him, I'm not doing it because you don't know how that stuff go. Well, I mean, <laughs> he did get you. He did. I mean, y'all was playing, and, and DeAndre was throwing them cards down, like, mm, 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 mm. And then Alan came, mm, 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 And I was almost done. Draw 20. And that was game. <laughs> so now every time he called me, it's like, 20, what's 20, up? 20, what's up? <laughs> so this was great, Mama. Thank you so much for being here. You're home. welcome. Um, We'll have you on again, hopefully, okay. one day. Okay. Um, but this is great. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. All right. Talk All to right. you guys later. Bye. All right. Let's Talk About It is a podcast sponsored by Anchor.fm. You can find Let's Talk About It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And let's talk about it with the fam. And as always, stop waiting around and let's talk about it.